0: As it's often said, the moment I became a parent, the whole world changed around me. (laughs) It's true. Suddenly you see the world differently. Shit actually matters. And the big one, as long as you and your children are alive, you are still parenting and navigating through this now chaotic yet beautiful world. What we all could use as parents is parental support, ideas and solutions that help us better understand what we got ourselves into, planned or not. Oh shit, I'm a parent now. Let's get into it. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Just when you think, <laughs> you know, that little birdie that sits in your mind and you're going, what am I missing? There's something I should be doing right now, today. There's, my God, what is it? Now, I don't know if it's age, I don't know if it's parenting, but something was telling me yesterday, like, you're forgetting to do something. Like, what the heck is it? And I realized, I realized that my brain was completely on a different day. That is what I'm truly realizing, had a very eventful weekend, so getting plenty of sleep was essential. Just because I think for two weekends straight, or hmm, let's see, probably about two weekends straight, I just haven't had myself to myself. I haven't had to get to my, haven't had my regular routine of things. And when you get thrown off a routine, I believe it changes everything. It does. And it was, it was part of, I believe routines are big in anyone's life. Right now for somebody who is officially been diagnosed with ADHD, which is me. Routines are very hard, very, very hard. I mean, I'll give you an example. If you have somebody with ADHD and somebody who's kind of, uh, what do they call it, uh, type A personality. I don't know if those two come together. We'll just say someone with ADHD and somebody who does not hate ADHD. Take a room, a square room, put them in it with a vacuum cleaner. And you know how the vacuum cleaner puts patterns into the rug, right? I promise you, a person with ADHD, those vacuum patterns are all over the place. They do <laughs> They don't go straight, but somebody who doesn't have ADHD who's got an orderly We'll run that vacuum cleaner kind of in perfect lines and get it right, start in the back of the room and work their way, and it'll be nice and smooth and it'll get done. Somebody with ADHD is making rainbows, is doing, you know, drawing. It's, yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it for myself. And I am a horrible vacuum person. You put me in a room, square room, and I guarantee those vacuum patterns are going to be all over over the place that's a good I think that's a good ADHD test or somebody who just has a random brain we just cannot stay on task so (laughs) trying to keep up with all right sorry so I apologize to those who the podcast comes directly out on Tuesday and you look forward to it and boom and then this Tuesday oh damn he's on vacation again oh shoot well I just happen to miss it. I ask for your forgiveness. Uh, but I am getting my brain back, and I said, you know what? Let me just jump in and still take care of it, still post it, and still make it happen. Maybe it's making your day. Maybe it's not. Maybe you don't even care. But a part of me wants to be responsible, wants to be responsible for my actions, and I want to make sure that I take Ownership of those actions and say, I apologize. I apologize. And that brings me to my topic today. Kind, your kindness saved the world. But here's a quote from Seneca. And I want this word for word. I ain't trying to change this up because Seneca is one of the great stoic philosophers from way back in the day. I mean goes way back. You want to look up, you want to find some serious stoic uh, quotes and stuff to help you get through life, look up Seneca. S E S-E-N-E, N E wait S E N E C A, Seneca. And since the beginning of time. I mean since humans were intelligent enough to be able to write sharing philosophy, thoughts, what did they do right, what did they do wrong in life. And just to think that these Stoics go all the way back to A.D., B.C., and are dropping just knowledge, nuggets regarding life. And honestly, I think that we don't live long enough to hold to all of these life lessons. So we're we're on this constant... Constant like revolving door of information of how it was said, what should be said, what should we do and how should we do it? There is one thing that definitely stems true with human beings is that in this life, regardless being a parent, being the child, however you see it, we have a serious struggle in human form. Now, I can't speak for the spiritual realm, but in this human form, being a human being, we have constant life struggles, and our greatest struggles have to do with just being human all by itself, like, like, damn, like, I'm human, this is, uh, this is tough, right out the gate, like, what? Like, holy smokes, you know, we go through so many different phases, and, Granted, we have the Bible to rely on for Life Matters, and I think the Bible was a great idea going, hey, listen, maybe we should write a book to give the humans before us a head start on things of not to do, right? But here are the things to do, but here is some things not to do, and here are the things that were done but here's a scripture in the Bible that gives you kind of the, the breakdown of how it was handled, how God handled it, how people handled it, and how you should handle it. And looking at the Bible and on everything from Quran, you you name it, any spiritual guide book is out there for our reference. God bless all the Christians that constantly go to church and are wanting to receive the word in the word of finding their place to be a good human being, right? And probably that's a constant battle every single day. It is, because when you think about all the stuff that we continue to battle to this very day, it has been done before. There is nothing new in human life that has not been done already. Okay, granted, the phone. Technology hasn't been done before. Television, flying stuff, droids, androids, I mean, AI, you name it. But when it comes to human behavior, it is the same thing. So regardless of what stimulates your behavior for certain things and how you do things, regardless the he- the human element is in everything. Our behavior with everything is in everything. So what you got? Technology, technology is just a place in which we use our human behavior in a certain way, right? I mean, it just lends to other things. But regardless of what of 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 how much we've had in front of us. Being a human is the challenge. And I, again, don't believe we live long enough to really hone in these messages of life, or we don't. There's cultures that listen to their elders and they adhere to what their elders have said and what they have taught them and what we do. And again, this is a portion of parenting. We are parenting for the world the child that we have and it doesn't lend you because parenting is such a a broad description to the role what do i mean by that it is the fact that i've said it you are parenting by a lot biology doesn't always make you a parent it's not the only thing that Makes you a parent. It's 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 me being an uncle, me being a, 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 a just an elder to who the generation, the the generation after me. And we have a responsibility, right, as humans, that we we've come a long way, obviously, in some in in some form, right? But we've been messing up since the since. Before Christ, we've been messing up, I mean, just messing up some things we have gotten right, and we have, and our civil behavior have gotten a little better, just so we all can kind of, kind of get along, right? And that was just for civil purposes, right? So we can just kind of live life, you know, I got it bad enough just being human, I don't need your mess on top of that, Right? But we do have a duty. And there are so, those out there who who extend that duty. You know, when we go to church or wherever we go to this place, when they are talking about being kind, being kind goes such a long way. Hmm. I'm trying. I'd like to pull up what the Dalai Lama said. Oh. How do you, I, I think it's in my brain? Um, show kindness when possible. Oh, no, I'm, I don't want to mess it up. Hold on. Hold up. But basically what I'm trying to get at is that. Here it is. Uh, what I'm trying to get at is our importance of being kind. Oh, that's it. That's from the Dalai Lama. Be kind whenever possible. And he says, it is always possible. Mm-hmm. Love it, the wisdom, but yet we can be hmm. All right. But from Seneca. Wherever there is a human being there is an opportunity for kindness. Kindness, kindness, kindness. Kindness. Please, thank you is a form of being kind. And what got me on this topic is I was at the gym and I had the pleasure of holding the door for a young lady. Now, there's two series of doors that we have to go through to get out to the out to the parking lot. And the first door, I was first to it and within my own oblivious way, I was just kinda going through and and going through the door and in the corner of my eye I kind of seen someone else coming. I was like, Oh, oh shoot, so I was so sorry. <laughs> Let me hold the door. She's like, oh, no, thank you so much. Oh, my gosh. Appreciate it. Thank you. And I was like, of course. So we come to the second series of doors. And I was like, ah, I'm going to get this one right. So I walked up immediately, opened the door. Chivalry goes a long way, I believe. And both my boys have it. They are amazing men. Amazing men. And, uh... Good luck to whoever captures their heart. And or congratulations, I don't know how to put, I don't know how to phrase that. But these young men are amazing young men. And that is something I'm very, very proud of. Because they are kind on every level. Now, I do have one son who is a kind asshole. But when it comes to being polite, when it comes to being a gentleman, he holds that torch high and proud, same way with my other son, and my daughter is by far one of the kindest people you can ever meet. And sometimes, I think a lot of people take her kindness for being a fool, and sometimes she is a fool for being so kind. Okay, just said it. It's out there. Mm-hmm. Okay, and sometimes I have to get on her because my wife is probably the the nicest person on the planet, and but I do see her 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 other side too. Of course I would. I'm her husband. <laughs> but so I get to the next door. And I jump to it and I'm here to help out. And I open the door and she says, thank you so much. And I was like, yeah, no problem. Have a great day. Now, that's just part of me. I, I, I'm here to serve. I'm here to serve. And I, and I love serving people in that way, man or woman. And I've held the door for men, and you name it, but I've held the door. And even from a, men, thank you so much. Hey, man, appreciate that. Good looking out. Boom, boom. You know how guys give their polite thank yous so or whatever. And I just appreciate that, that part, that they see that. And hopefully, I always said, even for my children, by example, this is what I, you know, I want to show you by example. So my boys do the same thing. And sometimes we get in, you know, we go back and forth. No, I got the door. No, I got the door. No, I got the door. Now that's a good argument to have. Showing showing your ability to serve each other or to serve someone. You got this. They get they they appreciate that. That makes them feel good, as it should be for all of us. I'm sorry, I keep holding you up, but I get to the second door. <laughs> And the young lady said, oh, thank you. And I could have swore a guy walked in on the other half door and he say, hey, I appreciate it, man. Thank you. But here come these two young ladies kind of be. I just want to give them the age of like maybe like 1920 around there. They look very mature. They look, you know, but they're, you know, very cute. And you probably know where this story is going, but I'm holding the door and been holding it for a minute. Now, I've seen them walking. They they probably had about a good 10 yards coming to the door because by the time I let this one, let one, the other two out, these two are coming. So they see the activity. They're aware of the activity in place. They're aware of the chivalry. I know they, they have to be because it's like, hey, I'm not no little dude Right, holding a door. I'm, not, you know, I'm not just. It is, and it's no. These aren't automatic doors by any means. I understand if it's an automatic door and it just holds itself up, and I'm trying to take credit for for the uh, the the uh, the you know whatever's holding the door open. But they walk past, and just kept. Now my ears are good. I listen for it. And he just walked past, walked through. And I'm waiting. I'm like, hmm, okay. Oh, oh, not, Oh, not, Oh, nothing. Oh. Now, a thousand things crossed my mind of what I could do, what I could say. But I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I just quietly just said, hmm, hmm, okay, all right. Now my wife watched this whole thing because she's in the car and she's facing the door and she can see this taking place. I sat in the car and I go, mm mm." She goes, Wow. And I go, honey, those girls didn't say a word. She goes, Oh, they didn't? I'm like, no. And she goes, You should have said, like, hey, <laughs> you're welcome. I was like, that was very, that that probably would have woke him up. But I just didn't feel I was in a place to, 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 to do that, to set that out, to send that energy. I just didn't feel I was in a place to do that. Now, by the time I got into the car, I'm going, oh, I was so, although it is a pleasure. Sometimes when someone blatantly just moves, you know, it's kind of like a meter, you're almost checking if people are still kind, <laughs> if people still <laughs> recognize you doing something for them. I'm not saying I don't need it every time in here, in here but y- you could understand, you know, may- maybe a gesture like, you know, you ain't got to say it, but just a gesture like a a little nod that you recognize that this was done for you. But there's two of them. Two of them and not one and not nothing came out of either of their mouths. And I'm going immediately went to the parents Mm -mm -mm. horrible parenting (laughs) and that's probably not fair to their parents either but i don't think that and and i'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt ah maybe they were on their phone and Just didn't realize. But you cannot be in your phone and be that oblivious to think that a human being is standing in your path, holding a door for you to walk in, you and your friend, and neither of you say anything. Oh, I was hot. I was hot over the fact to think that maybe, maybe, maybe it could be the parenting. I hope That they don't go through their lives doing that. But I may have had a responsibility, which was to bring that to their attention. And then maybe they wouldn't do that anymore again. But I, and that's where I say we're all in a place of parenting. Would that, do I have the right to do that? I guess. Would I have seemed rude? I don't know. Maybe my wife's approach was a good one. Get their attention and then calmly go, you're welcome. And then what kind of snarls and what would that, you know, were provoked? I don't know. I don't know where I should have took that. There were so many ways to handle that scenario. But I believe the first one is more relevant than anything that you recognize when someone is doing something nice for you. Please and thank you go so far. We're so quick as parents. In the beginning, when they're little babies, we're teaching them please and thank yous. Are we not? Are we not taking this responsibility as parents to go, did you say thank you, say thank you? Even when they're little, giving them their bottle, you're welcome, thank you. And our little parenting voice, which I've, never done. Hey, you're welcome. Thank you. Say thank you. Say thank you, little twat. Say it. (laughs) Uh, hmm. Yeah, but we go so far as parents, at least some of us, at least the ones I know. We find it so cute when our when our little ones are saying thank you cuz we hear please sometimes you know we force them to say please don't we when they're wanting the bottle or something like that you know i mean we i mean they they find please on their own you know well, no we force them to kind of say please won't you say please say please i want my bottle say please say please and when they get it you make them say thank you say thank you and when they say Thank you. You find it so cute. And then that's a practice around the house. At least that's what it was in our house. This practice of please and thank you, right? And parent making sure you're welcome. You know, we did that. And a a part of that is making sure we're getting them prepared for that place called school. The social place. Because, again, we go as parents, we don't want our parent. we don't want our kids to, the little ones, when they're little, we don't want them to appear to be like they're, they don't have any manners, right? Manners are big, especially in school, because those manners will be reinforced in school, especially kindergarten. Those manners will be reinforced. The please and thank yous. The your welcomes. Raise your hand. Show your obedience. That is the place that it will be reinforced. So we make sure that right out the gate at home that you got this down. So I don't look like a bad parent. Mm -hmm. But that all is fine and dandy. Kindergarten, first grade, maybe second grade. Just about third grade. It's all good. Kindness is good. Right? Until. Your child comes home and says. Somebody wasn't kind to me. Some parents go, wait, what? Somebody, what? Somebody wasn't kind to you? What happened? And who did what? Now. Now we get to, now we're getting to something. All of a sudden, we want to take charge of who wasn't kind to our child, whether it be a teacher, whether it be a student, on the playground. And all of a sudden, the kindness starts to mm, modify itself. Well, if someone isn't kind to you, You show them this. And if somebody would act, you do this. Now, now we're getting to the nitty gritty. Now it's getting out of control. Because we as parents, to some extent, should have held to certain places. I know with my children, there was a place where I would get to the point where I was like, Ooh, I mean, I grew up in the streets to some degree. And there were certain things that you don't cross the line doing. And if they did, you know, it resulted to uh, defending yourself or putting somebody else in their place. Mm-hmm. So, kindness had its levels that now it's all about respect now you respect me and get your respect and as they get older reflection begins with us we begin to show them who we are how we you know after that little phase of kindergarten and first grade start to kind of wear off and Now they're dealing with kind of other kids who aren't so kind. Now we want to show our defensive side. Now we want to show how you handle this. And some parents will be like, nope, you be first to it. You see, you be the first to, you be the first. And it's not be the first to be kind. It's you be the first to the punch you be the first to put somebody in their place. This is where I believe it starts to go the opposite direction. This is where the human being, using the opportunity of kindness, starts to go out the door. This is where the wars, the wars begin. This is where the division starts to take place. Because we as parents started going through this world. And we started taking the bumps and the bruises for everyone else that wasn't being kind to us. Some of us built a thick skin. Some of us took the bumps and the bruises and started to use them to our defense. Started to use them as our as our tool to get back at others. And some of us have never let it go. So for those of us who have never let it go, all of a sudden start to spawn children and implant that that, that energy into their children. Of, this is how you're going to be because this is how they treated me. You're not going to be treated like that. You will see. Then we start to go down this dark, dark road. You know, I love my mother in law, but she is mean as shit. But she has an extreme kind side to her. And I still, all her daughters are extremely kind and sweet and everything like that. So they've learned, I think, from somewhere that kindness gets them. Gets them a very, it gets them a lot of places, but these girls are, are, are in the house and they will, mm, they're kind out in public boy, but when they getting home, boy, they got some things to say about some people, but with all, with all due respect, they're amazing people and, but they just have a side that you don't want to mess with. And I believe we all should kind of have that because in this life, human, you understand, even so in the Bible, that we are going to have to deal with adversity, things that always don't always seem that fall into place. And I don't think war is going anywhere. War is, as long as we're human and we're on this planet, there's going to be some some form of war. And that scares me. That scares me. But it also enlightens me to what my duty is. And maybe enough of us will learn that duty. And maybe we can outnumber those that want to do harm to others. Those that don't want to be kind. Maybe the kindness can outnumber. And I know that in this country, we're divided in that department on a lot of areas. But there are certain things that just aren't tolerable in this world today. But somehow, somehow, they get uprooted and come out of nowhere. No, I don't say, I don't say that. That's wrong to just say they come out of nowhere. Okay, here's a scenario that just came to light. I'm just going to say a young girl. And this is 2024. A young girl, a little black girl, darker skin, of course. Seventh grade goes to school. We are a few months, so it's January. So start of school in August, September-ish. Now many months? Seventh grade, but we're let's just put the year, we're in twenty twenty-four. And <clears throat> the young girl comes home and tells her mom. These boys are bullying me. Wait, wait, what? Bullying you? Like what do you mean? Like give me the form of bullying, I'm asked. Well They took my backpack, kicked it down the hall and called her a monkey, black monkey. And here's the kicker. Come get this black monkey, whatever. And and she came out of the one of the boys mouths. We used to own you. Oh, what? This is where we crossed the line. Now, I take it you call a little kid, you know, blackie, you know, you know, use the N word, however you want to do. You know, maybe, maybe those things are still relevant over here. But the point where he goes, we used to own you we use to own you hmm hmm oh my goodness so a couple things came to my mind at that point what are these two little boys together learning where did they learn it from and where did it cultivate from i have a couple ideas either a searching something up online maybe but this one this one tells me this came from home home Oh, my blood was boiling at that point. Just that word right there. We used to own you. Seventh grader. Would I give him what? Maybe 12. This. Came from home. This was built up. This was talked about in the air, at home. This was taught in a way at home, and it made it okay for this little boy, two little boys who weren't even brothers, they're just friends, found it in their their little, mm, to make it and think it was okay. When you would think 2024, this bullying campaign, all the stuff that they've had on the Internet, on television, on cartoons, and you name it, that bullying is not okay. And what happens to the bully when they do something like that? It's not okay. But what leads me to believe that somewhere, somewhere this child picked it up from an adult Oh, my God. We as human beings have a responsibility to each other. But when you have your child who is 12 years old coming up with comments like that and knowing how to precisely use them and then to try to make this little girl Go and pick up the bag that he kicks and talks about we used to own you. That ego, that attitude came from home. Tell me anything different, please. We have a responsibility as parents. For kindness. And these children are watching your reflections and taking what they get from home and using it at school. Oh, I'm so hot on the collar. Eh, ah, but in a Stoic's way, blah. Huh. I am going to be a little more Stoic in this approach. Hmm. I encourage you to go get uh, The Daily Stoic by Ryan Holiday. It's an amazing book, 365 days out of the year. You get a little piece of something from the Daily Stoic. So awesome. Thank you, Ryan. It's a great book. But it is our responsibility as human beings. It really is. Whenever there is a human being, there is an opportunity for kindness. Now, I can think of several ways on how I would handle that, how how, how I would handle that situation. <laughs> not as a parent, but as a hoodlum. I know what I honestly want to do to that child. And it's physical. I, I I want to, because I have such a side of me, and we all should have a side of us, that we do not have the tolerance. For that behavior as human beings. We shouldn't. And the ones who do still have that behavior. I'm sorry. <sighs> Why is the privilege of being human being even in your possession? That's what I would say. In the kindest way I could possibly put it. <sighs> although we have culture battles in how the world treats you, in this world, we have to figure out how we're treating each other. So I say, if what I'm speaking on right now today on this podcast has any impact on you, and that is Do your best to be kind. And if you're a parent, you have the utmost responsibility to make sure your child is kind. That human being that you brought into this world is a kind one. And be able to, I tell you, with my children, we have constantly had discussions about how to handle a situation. And I've done my best as a parent to make sure that we have handled things in a stoic way. We use philosophy. We use the Bible. uh, We use the tools that are in place to make sure that these three people that I am responsible for bringing in this world carry out kindness. That's my part. I've done that. And that they watch me. Watch me be kind. They watch me handle a scenario in the most kindest way possible. And they watch me do what's necessary for the next person to make sure that I'm teaching nieces, nephews. And sometimes I may have to check my dad on certain things. Or my mom. My mom is a very, very, very kind person. Thanks, mom. Thanks for being the kindness that you can. Po- she is a super kind person. My dad, he's like my son. He's a kind asshole. If it benefits him, he's gonna be. But he's always kind. He's always kind. Now, I don't, I don't, I don't push away from being a kind asshole. It's just that when you're that way, you're still kind, but you have boundaries within your kindness. And I appreciate. don't let anyone walk all over you, and they don't do that. I have let people walk all over me sometimes because people have mistaken my kindness for being, uh, what's the word, kind of, they just taking advantage of my kindness. And there are those people out there. And if I find someone taking advantage of my kindness, I just know not to deal with that person so much anymore. Or when it comes to that point, and we've already had a, if if your relationship is worth maintaining, then there might be certain boundaries that I speak of openly about how can we do this differently? Because last time I've done this for you, this was the response I got. And that's the other part. Let's hold each other accountable to being kind. And maybe if we did that more often, then maybe this world would have a chance. Maybe. we It's amazing how some of these people can be so kind to one another in a sense of, yeah, I'll be kind to you, but I'm still going to bomb you. Hello, how are you? Bang, bang. That's dirty. That's just dirty. But I'm going off topic here but i'm just giving different scenarios and different ideas of of levels of kindness of of if you just hold true to who you are and what you do forgive those who trespass against us but maintain maintain your kindness maintain a level because again if our kindness outnumbers the others, being rude or whatever it may be, the, the 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 opposite of kindness. Whatever that looks like to you, you have a duty. We do. We have a duty. And if you so much as have to, and that's, I just find it's we just gotta be responsible for each other. That's 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 basically what this comes down to. That's kind of where it begins and ends for me. Kindness can go such a long way if we allow it. And it has such the ability because we don't know what that next person is going through. And sometimes your kindness can help them get through whatever they're getting through. And we all sometimes fall off from being kind. I do on many occasions. Sometimes in the quietness of my own home, I'll go back home and go into a fit of rage over something. Not crazy fit rage, but I'll just reevaluate the scenario and what took place and how did I handle that and how can I have done better? So, As I said in my past uh, podcast, I do forgive those girls. Maybe they will find an opportunity to say thank you. Maybe they are kind people. And maybe, you know, whatever was going on in their life just didn't allow them to notice what I was doing for them. That's okay too. And maybe that's what they did was was purposeful to provoke me to (laughs) talk about it on this, on this, on this podcast, but however it may be, be kind to the next person. It may not be the easiest thing, but it's the right thing. You know, someday everything will make perfect sense. So for now, laugh at the confusion, smile through the tears, and keep reminding yourself that biology isn't the only thing that makes you a parent. Parenting is a priceless privilege. If you see it that way, you'll treat it that way. And always do your best to be kind. Kind to the world! Oh, thank you so much for joining me on this podcast. Hope you join me on the next one. Have a blessed day.